Hello there, welcome along. It's tough enough to get selected for one event for the Olympics or Paralympics. Pretty impressive to make two events, but two sports, amazing. It's Mark Shardlow here, looking forward to this one. And just before a final few days of Olympic chat, I wanted to go back to the Paralympics. Sharing his journey with us over the last six months or so has been George Peacegood. We've always billed him as a paratriathlete, but in the last seven days, he's been named in both the paratriathlon and paracycling squads, and that's pretty special. Here he is, George Peasgood. Uh, yeah, pretty surreal now. Um, yeah, ever since um, I think I spoke to you before I went to Portugal last time uh, for the Cycling World Champs, and so everything kind of since then has been pretty, pretty whirlwind. Whirlwind getting, um, yeah, getting the call up to go for Tokyo for cycling as well. Um, yeah, which um, I don't think it quite has settled in yet. Um, but yeah, no, really, really happy. Most of us will think competing in the triathlon is hard enough in the heat and humidity, but two more events. How do you think about that? Yeah, um, like we've done a lot of work with the conditions and stuff in the heat chamber and bits. And over the last couple of years, I've got a lot better at dealing with the heat, especially um, and performing the heat and getting some good sessions done. So it's something I know I can do quite well now. Um, so it's just, yeah, just trying to replicate that, that and but doing two or three races as well. So which comes first, the triathlon? Yeah, so the triathlon's on Sunday the 29th of August. Um, okay. Follow, shortly followed by the, the time cycling time trial, which is on the Tuesday, I think it's the 31st. And then the road race is on the Friday, I think it's the 2nd. What are the distances or time on the bike for the time trial and the road race? Uh, so the time trial, yeah, we know the course. That's 33 kilometres. Um, which is really, really, really similar to the the um, distance I did out at Cycling World Champs a few weeks ago, um, and then the road race I think is going to be ninety mid ninety kilometres, I think nine or low ninety kilometres, um, which again is quite similar to what I did um, at the Road World. So all everything is kind of like the same sort of distances, times, etc. That I'm I'm kind of used to, and I've kind of proved myself over. So it's um it shouldn't there's no way. In, it's going to be a walk in the park or anything, but um, it's, it should be something I'm fairly used to. So you've got one recovery day after the triathlon. Yeah, but the, the triathlon's in the morning. So the tri is at, um, I think it's a half eight, my race starts on the Sunday morning. Um, and then once I've kind of done media and any other commitment that are needed, we'll be yeah, pick, picked up and taken over to um, the cycling, which is held at um, Fuji Speedway, um, which is a motor racing circuit um, about an hour and a half away have Sunday evening there, kind of deal with my emotions of the triathlon, then have Monday to fully reset, kind of get on the course, see where, how everything is and see the rest of the team. And then, yeah, Tuesday afternoon is when the uh, time trial is. Would you normally, after a triathlon, be back out exercising two days later? Uh, it's fa fairly common. I think for um, most triathletes, like to be doing something, or especially I do anyway. Um, I never usually have a day... A day off even if it's after a race um it'll be a recovery day for sure like probably an hour maybe two um of doing something whether it's swimming biking or running and um, probably not two hours of running though but yeah like triathletes are very endurance based and we're quite used to doing back-to-back -back days and sessions so it's it's nothing that's out of the ordinary and even when i when i competed for track cycling um back in 2019 that was when i was kind of doing a full full triathlon training and my coach coach would come out with me there and I think I did a pretty gruesome run session the day before 
my race there. So it's something that I'm fairly used to um, as an athlete and especially triathletes are quite quite used to doing back-to-back days or sessions. What's the secret then? There isn't a secret. It's just kind of doing everything doing everything right. Um, it's a mix of everything. So yeah, like nutrition and rest and recovery especially. Um, but it's about just doing the right sort of training. Like you can do a session every day, every day of the week, but kind of maximizing what session it is, what time of the day it is and kind of what discipline especially for triathlon we've got three sports we can train for so there's a lot of a lot of different sessions we can have in there that hit very different things as well and different energy systems and different amounts of muscle fatigue so it's it's all about just being smart with the training um and it's something that i've learned to be kind of really clever around uh, um, in the last couple of years so i guess you've had this in your mind have you uh, it's been a thought yeah it's not it's kind of something that's been that's falling together um it was a bit of an idea after Rio, after seeing Kadena Cox had uh, been able to do two sports uh, for for athletics and cycling. And yeah, it was, it's a uh, if I can put myself in the best position, then it's a uh, if it can be done, it can be done. Um, and obviously, cycling is part of the triathlon training, so I haven't done anything special on the bike. I've just put some hard hours that I would do normally from training, and it's it's got me this far. So this week, you've had a fair amount of time in the heat chamber. Yeah, yeah, the temperatures in Tokyo is definitely starting to get that way. Um, it's something that, yeah, we just need to be prepared for. Um, everyone knows the heat's going to be a big factor. And we've seen in other events, especially like Rio, um, triathlon, when um, when Alice, when Johnny had a kind of bit of a heat issue um, a few years ago. Um and like Doha Marathon when the when the Athletics World Champs was there as well. So people do know the effect the heat can have. So it's just each nation's been doing it, just trying to be the best acclimatised to be ready to perform in that. Will you be watching the Olympics? 100%. Absolutely. I follow all kind of sport and I've had the Formula 1 practice on this afternoon because <laughs> it's at Silverstone this weekend. Um, yeah, just like follow all sport. And obviously we've got a lot of... Uh, good British athletes from all sports racing. Um, in particular, Alex Yee, who trains here in Loughborough, is going to be going for the triathlon and his uh, debut Olympics. So um, absolutely really excited to to watch everyone, especially um, Alex and the people we know. And do you watch it at all thinking that, well, I'm going to be there in four weeks' time. Is there anything I can learn? Um, well, we look, especially with the triathlon, we kind of share a lot of the information that we know um, and, their course is slightly different their, their probably race time is going to be slightly different to us but there's a lot of shared information around our sport and well obviously like going to be watching it. I'm going to be imagining myself there myself on, on the start line getting ready to race and kind of everything that go, goes through their head like I'll kind of semi know so it's it's exciting it'll definitely get the heart rate up and um, get me on the edge of the seat uh, We had your sister-in-law on a couple of weeks ago uh, she said um, your brother was going to cycle from Scotland to your family home in Cambridge. Yeah, yeah. he's a bit bonkers <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah, no, Jack Jack likes the challenge or so. Um, he did um, Keltman Triathlon a, a few weeks ago, I think it might have been a month ago now, um, which is a Scottish um, arm and distance race, which is uh, quite brutal. So he likes a good uh, um, endurance challenge. And I've cycled from Loughborough back home, and I know that's quite doable, but Scotland home is a, that's a big ask. I think it's going to be over a couple of days, but it's definitely something that will be good good fun to tick off, I'm sure. And will you have that in your mind? Because obviously there aren't going to be spectators out there. Yeah, definitely. And um, that's one thing with Parasport is we don't usually have the biggest of crowds. Like the biggest crowd I remember is was Rio, um, where 
Kofi Kwanner was lined. Um, and as amazing as that is, that that's not always the case for para sports, so, which is a shame. But I know people will be watching from where they can. Um, competed once in Yokohama uh, earlier this year and had a lot of family and friends watching that race. And I think it's just the, how accessible this games is going to be to watch online on Channel Four and all the all the platforms. It's going to be phenomenal. So. It will feel obviously them not being their family friends not being at the race will be it's, it's disheartening but that's what has to happen um but knowing that they're going to be watching at every possibility and going to be fully involved but online is, is truly amazing and that's just one of the things about this day and age brilliant well you're going to have a busy week when you finally get over to tokyo um thanks for sharing your journey not sure if we'll get a chance to chat beforehand if you do great if not you know, good luck in all three events. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be able to chat somehow. That's paratriathlete and paracyclist George Peasgood. And that's it for today. On the next one, we'll be looking at one of the new Olympic sports. Looking forward to that. And see you over the next few days as we build ahead of the Olympic Games. Bye-bye and thanks for listening. <laughs>